We all know the cautionary tale of the tortoise and the hare, but what does that actually look like in life and business? I'm Jess, somatic strategist and creator of Generative Profit. I'm Sam, psychotherapist, coach, supervisor, and facilitator of permission. And together, inside this podcast, we're combining our experience in business and expertise in mindset, strategy, and the nervous system to bring you real, raw, and deeply nuanced conversations, lessons, and perspective shifts that'll support you to strip back the layers of conditioning you have around traditional success and heal your relationship with your business, worth, work, and money so you can soften into success, exhale as you expand, and create a life and business filled with riches and richness. If you're ready to dance in the slow and actualize the knowing that it's from this place you'll collapse timelines and create sustained momentum toward the income, impact, presence and pleasure you desire, then pour yourself a cuppa and get cozy because this is for you. Welcome to the slowdown. We were thinking this might seem a bit indulgent because this is literally a brand new podcast series and we are now recording an episode reflecting on our years so you know I guess usually when you've been listening to a podcast host for a year it can be really nice to hear them reflect on their year and we're a new we're aware that this is a new podcast but it's also a new year (laughs) yeah it's a new year and we feel like some of our community do already know us and would appreciate a reflection so Feel free. We promise we won't be offended if you skip this one. <laughs> but we are going to be sharing some gold in that whenever I share my reflections, I like to share also some life lessons. Um, and I, I know my community um, often find that really supportive. So there will be some gold in amongst the lessons. But that's really what today's about, isn't it, Jess? Just like sharing a bit behind the scenes of what's been going on for both of us this year. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's yes, behind yeah. the scenes, but also like it's been yeah. a really big year. We came together yeah. as two mamas, two yeah. owners of individual businesses in our own right and created yeah. this brand new collaboration, this brand new brand brand new offering, a mastermind that we have been so like gratefully delivering over the past couple of months. And so there, there is so much to unpack in that. And as you said, is, is going to be something that for everyone who listens in is going to take some key hits of inspiration of insights. And even just to hear, like one of the things that I love about people's reflections episodes is the learnings that they've had through their life moments, but also the processes and the questions they ask and the way that they go about reflecting. Because I think something that we can get really caught up in is like, what's the next thing? Like, what's the goal setting? How, where are we headed? And we're not actually taking time to look back at what's worked, what hasn't, and what can I refine moving forward? And so, yeah, my invitation for you as you do listen to this is, to really think about this in the context of your own business and life and and look for those refinements and those 1% shifts that Sam and I talk about all the time inside of our mastermind that are going to add up to create the results that you desire for the year ahead. Welcome to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. I'll, I'll kick off with what, what's been going on in my life. <laughs> I think it's pretty hard to like, you know, think about it's almost a year, like it's almost the end of December. I'm like, what's happened this year? feels like about five years rolled into one. Uh, My second daughter, Frankie, just turned two last weekend. So I've obviously been like really just in in the the thick of like mum life and 
Uh, and yeah, becoming a mum of two has like stretched me in so many ways that I did not see coming the amount of like organizing and coordinating and mental load and housework. I don't know. I feel like it like tripled when I became (laughs) a mum of two, but uh, some parts of this year have been quite tough. My, my daughter has been um, diagnosed with dyslexia and just had a, a, a kind of combination of like challenges in regards to like learning and her well-being and things like that so I don't want to share too much um, publicly because it's you know her private life but um, she's very open about the dyslexia diagnosis but I think something that I've learned from this year is be careful what you take off your um, plate because when I, when I realized how much I was going to need to be supporting my eldest daughter this year. Um, and then I looked at the fact that I had like, you know, a a one-year-old at the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, I, I, I can't do too much this year. And so I decided to take some things off my plate, but retrospectively, maybe not the, the best things to take off my plate. So for example, I love dancing and it's always given me a lot of joy. I usually am part of this amazing dance school where we do this big concert in December. And it, it's it's like this beautiful experience of like learning to dance. I'm a complete beginner. And then dancing on stage at the Crown, which is incredible, but it's also quite a big responsibility. And so I started dancing again this year Um, because I'd taken a year off after Frankie was born but I just kind of went you know what I just don't feel like I've got the capacity to like commit to being on stage and commit to a concert and and you know show up consistently for dancing and then uh, towards the end of the year I was just like oh just struggling I had some health challenges and my mood was a bit flat and I think that I had just put so much energy, so much my emotional energy into supporting my daughter through her challenges, which of course was like something that was really important to me to do. But I realized that I had been neglecting my joy. And it's so interesting that this happened, Jess, because this is literally what I help my clients with. Like Mm. um, there's this saying that sometimes when you're feeling tired, it's not that you've got too much on, but that you, you don't have enough Um, of things that inspire you and energize you. Um, I've totally misquoted that quote. (laughs) That's my version of it. But that's what I realized. I was like, yeah, okay. Like not doing dance this year did free up some time and some mental space. But then also at the end of the year, I was like, oh, like I just, I didn't feel like I'd done enough to prioritize my joy. And of course, like when you're, anyone in your life is going through a hard time, like you want to support them, but you have to support yourself as well, you know? So it was a bit of a lesson of like, Sam, this is what you support your clients with. Just make sure that you remember to take your own medicine. (laughs) Oh, it's always the way, isn't it? Take our own medicine. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And like that we have to learn, I guess the other thing I'd say, and this is something for anyone listening to think about, it's like, um, it's a really beautiful journaling prompt. Like, what have I remembered about myself this year? Because sometimes we learn things and then we're just like, oh, I've learned that. I I should never have a problem with that again. But actually as humans, when you think about like that, we're like peeling back the layers of the onion, um, often we have to learn things and then 
relearn them again and again. And that's what I found um, as I'm still, even though Frankie's just turned two, what I've realized is that I'm still adjusting to being a mum of two. And um, yeah, and I'm having to remember some lessons that I actually learned many, many years ago. Mm, I think that's such great wisdom. Yeah. And I can certainly think of many things that are constant, like, and especially I think the contrast of, like you say, with the dancing, when you have it and you just feel so energized and in your joy and then remembering when you're feeling a little depleted and like, oh gosh, I'm, yeah. I'm giving so much that, oh, that's right. I'm not giving back to my own joy. So powerful. Yeah. I mean, well, my year last year ended with a miscarriage and that kind of set the tone for how this the most part of this year has rolled out for me, to be honest. A lot of health challenges, a lot of uncertainty and testing and all sorts of yeah medical stuff to try and get to the root of what had been going on and really through that process having to rekindle a relationship with my body rekindle a sense of trust in my body and in myself and you know it's it's really fascinating to overlay that into something like business right because business requires so much self-trust and courage to do things that maybe feel uncomfortable and I have certainly been stretched in both those ways in a more physical capacity this year and yeah it's, it's just been a very very interesting journey to unfold and and through all of that again like to your piece of relearning like relearning what my new capacity is and what limitations and boundaries need to be reestablished or established for the first place to really honor and support that. And so, yeah, I, I think like it's, it's such a, been a powerful um, time in allowing things to, yeah, I, I, it's, it's just, I was, as you were sharing, like it's, it's been like allowing things to come off my plate and allowing like less, to be more and to just be really clear on like the things that do matter most both personally and also within the business and just really dialing down on those and and it's ultimately it's our health like without our health it's really really hard to have a deep vibrant personal life and a a thriving business and so I think sometimes we can be short-sighted in our sacrificing of that, of like, I'm just going to work a little later or a little longer or like stay sitting at the desk for too long and not moving my body or not eating like well and like all of these things. And of course, like there's seasons for that. And in the short term, it really, I don't think it's going to make that much difference. But like, if that's how you're approaching your business over like a really long period of time and, and, you know, in all, honesty I think the challenges I've had with my health this year have been challenges that have been brewing over probably a decade of really unhealthy working patterns that have created a lot of stress and build up and tension on my body and and it's just taken a bit of a toll yeah 
And I've seen you like, and if anyone's listened to the backstory episode from season one, like Jess and I um, have both coached each other and supported each other before we became friends and ended up collaborating. And um, I've seen Jess change so much. Like you used to be so, such an overworker. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you're just, yeah, there's so much change, but it's almost like sometimes the the change happens and then the body follows. Like it takes time, doesn't it, for our body to heal and to receive that rest that you you started doing that work so many years ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm just tearing up listening to you reflect that back to me because it's, yeah. And I think it's such a powerful point to make because we can make the changes and there has been certainly a level of frustration in this year of like, why now I'm looking after myself better than ever. I have better boundaries that like all of the things I've taken things off my plate, like, you know, having to really navigate to some some deep depths of of myself, and yeah, it's just really nice to also be like, yeah, I've come so far. Like there has been a lot that's shifted, and yeah, I I, I think that that's that's been really beautiful to receive. So thank you for reminding me of that because it's something we can. I can definitely lose sight of. I'm just like, oh, I'm just in the mud. Like, when am I going to come out of this? Oh, Jess, I feel you. I, and anyone listening, like, I think that's another beautiful prompt. Like, just, you know, what do you want to celebrate in yourself this year? Because it's so easy to kind of look at what you haven't done or what you haven't achieved yet or where your health isn't quite where you want it to be at yet. But you're like, the version of you two, three years ago might be so proud of you for for the journey that you have been on and for what you have done to nourish your body. So I think that's a really beautiful thing to make sure you're doing if you're listening and you haven't done your reflection for 2023 yet is to be like, hey, this is actually what I want to celebrate in myself. I remember when I talked to my chiropractor about it, she said um, there's this concept of the the gap like sometimes we we can kind of look at where we want to be and where we are and we get stuck in the gap Mm. um but we have to look back and go hey like actually like look how far I've come like I thought I was in the gap a year ago and now I'm here so I think that's really important as well yeah and I mean societally and culturally like we are so conditioned to celebrate people in they're Mm. like most vibrant seasons of you know that's youth is so celebrated and glorified like success in a particular definition is so celebrated and glorified and there are so many that don't fit within those narratives and it, it can feel confronting when you think like oh gosh like am I not able to meet those quote unquote standards that are being set and does that make me less does that like what does that mean about me and you know that then like how that can translate into striving and pressure and like that's not healthy and it just becomes this whole perpetuating situation and and that's why I love so much about you Sam and and your messaging around unconditional success and like regardless of any results can I just decide for myself because I've decided that I'm alive and I'm worthy of being unconditionally successful and yeah I find that that is like so 
so helpful. And and some days like success is like writing a whole nurture sequence and like getting stuff happening in the business. And sometimes success is like getting out of bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or choosing to rest. Yeah. Like- to take like a couple of days off because your body like is telling you that you really need to and and something that Jess is very skilled at is kind of building the back end of a business so that you can rest you know because my I would say in terms of what's changed for me in my business this year I feel like Jess has started to rub off on me I've always just been like quite spontaneous and like oh this is what I want to do and like always kind of in the short term whereas Jess has really taught me to like think about building the the resources in business um that like right now it might feel like oh this is hard and annoying and like I'm not going to see any immediate results but then in a couple of months time you're like oh my gosh I've got like this incredible resource that I can use again and again so yeah that's definitely something I've learned from you this year you're just slowly rubbing off on me in the way that your brain works very strategically (laughs) yeah oh I mean it and and it's it's something I think more and more as like my capacity changed in motherhood and then my capacity changed with health and you know it's just been a real awareness for me of how powerful having strong foundations in your business is and how much that can allow you to still maintain and grow without over efforting um so yeah I'm definitely all for the systems um what what else Sam has has evolved within your business I'll I'll dive in and share some of my business evolutions well I introduced what I noticed this year was a real trend around people wanting more in-person contact and because if anyone who doesn't know before Frankie was born I I had a psychotherapy private practice and I had the online coaching business but since Frankie I've decided to really shift to the coaching uh, and I'm not really doing any counselling at the moment, but I've got this beautiful newly renovated space <laughs> that had been intended for therapy, um, but it's actually quite large. And so I just decided to start running in-person events. So I have done, I think, two in-person retreats now, super intimate Uh, And I just had these moments, I think I shared this on Instagram stories afterwards and everyone just loved it. Like it was just this moment of, so the retreat was like 9.30 till 2.30 and I got beautiful food from like the boat shed. And it was just this day of like holding space for women to really share their stories and connect. And, um, you know, the way, the way I facilitate, there's not a lot of teaching. It's much more like deep sharing. Uh, And, Afterwards, I picked Emily up from school and she was just delighted because she came home and there was like leftover food from the boat shed, like lots of yummy treats. And she said to me, oh, how did they feel, mummy? Like, how did those women feel after they like left the retreat? And it was just such a beautiful, wise question coming from like this very sensitive seven-year-old. Um, and I just had this moment of like, oh, this is how I want to do business. It's kind of the both and, right? Like I, I had, it was like, financially a very successful day for me because it's not a lot of cost kind of running a retreat from home um and then I got to pick my daughter up from school and I felt so energized and so connected to her whereas when I was in um psychotherapy private practice I loved like I love working with clients like that but I felt like I had to choose between 
business or being a present mum because I would find the work quite draining, whereas I find coaching and facilitating retreats really energising. So it was just this really powerful mini moment of the both ends, like, okay, I can have the the business where I get to do the work that I'm here to do and I can also pick my daughter up from school and have enough energy to, like, you know, really um, connect with her. So I had those and then obviously there's slow <laughs> that's like a very big part of my business which we can talk about together <laughs> but um creating a whole new um kind of third I guess it's like a third business isn't it really Jess it's yeah. definitely not something that I had like in mind at the beginning of 2023 <laughs> no I don't think either of us I mean, yes, it had been a concept. We always knew we were going to work together yes. and we'd like floated the idea very casually in a number of different conversations over the years. But it was one of those things that kind of came up, I think February, March this year yeah. as like a, with I'm thinking about this and I've got a bit of space. Like you had had a bit of space in your schedule because yeah. um, of your maternity leave. And I had a bit of space in my schedule because of, uh, well, I had planned for a maternity leave and we're like the time, the time aligns. And so let's, let's make it happen. And so, yeah, here we are. I would definitely say it is like a third business because while obviously slow is both myself and Sam, and we bring our, our full selves to whether we're coaching in our private businesses or in slide slow, like you, you get us in our brain and our heart, regardless of what space you're in. There is also a specific tone and intentionality with Slow that has like some subtle differences from our, our own separate brands. And so creating the identity for that, creating the messaging and the copy for that, creating like all the foundations and systems, um, which again, like we're fortunate that we have those, some of those established within our businesses that we could borrow from and bring them in. But yeah, I mean, it has has been a certainly an undertaking and um, just one of those like, I don't know, beautiful, like happy accidents that kind of yeah. had we, we were having this conversation the other day because we're, we're working on a number of things to bring out the podcast and prepare for our next uh, cohort intake in, in 2024, which we're super, super excited about. But, you know, had we, had we known all the things that we would have had to work on this year to like bring slow to life and to bring it out in the way that we wanted to bring it out, we probably would have both gone like, all right, let's like start working now and like gradually build this up and then maybe release it for the very first time in 2024. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, but at the same time, it's, it, we're in it and I'm just so incredibly proud of what we have achieved, the women that we have called in, the the results, everything that's been happening inside of the mastermind. I'm like, like you say, it's it's so life-giving and so nourishing and energizing that it's all of that stuff that happens behind the scenes and and things like it's that's what sustains that energy. That's what fuels that fire, certainly for me to be like, all right, let's like keep doing the things because it's it's just been so good. Yeah, it's one of those, it's a very interesting, like, because I was diagnosed with hyperthyroidism in like term four of this year, um, which I, I shared with my community, but I just, it was pretty scary. Like my health just fully crashed. My mood crashed. I had no energy. Um, but what's interesting for me is that I always have the energy to show up for coaching clients. And I think that's 
firstly, because I have a very spacious calendar. Like I don't take on a whole bunch of clients at a time. Um, but also I think it was because there was this like real spark and energy doing slow with Jess and, and the women in there were just so incredible that every time I did a call for slow, um, no matter where my health was at, I felt energized and I felt like I was able to really deeply serve um, mm. those women. Like I, I did have to choose to kind of bracket some other things in my business because of my health. But I th- and I think that's another kind of reflective question that you might want to play with is like, what do I what do I need to say no to, to like maybe say yes to some things that are important to me? Cause like you said, Jess, like it definitely wasn't the perfect year to maybe launch a new program. If we, if we'd seen what was coming, like with my health and uh, yeah, we, we yeah, I know we've certainly had some other big personal things happen, you know, with in our household as well. And yeah, it's, yeah, we definitely wouldn't have gone. Yeah. This is the year to do it, you know, and I've got a like. I I think like it's good that we didn't know because I don't think you can yeah. ever know and there's always like life things that are going to happen and if you wait for like absolute certainty that yeah this is the year we're going to not have any sort of life circumstances happen we're going to never get sick like it just doesn't yeah. and that's why I feel like because I think some people are like oh don't share that you've had health challenges because people might like look down and I don't know see you as less than or something but I, I know so many um, coaches and women in business who hold back because they're scared, like what will happen if like I take something on and then like something goes wrong in my life. And I think it's really powerful when coaches share that, hey, like actually this big challenging thing did happen in my life, but I still managed to run the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's like important that we often underestimate our capacity, but also like that whole concept of saying no to things like I, because I did say no, like I had a lot of therapy clients who would have loved to come back and work with me. And I love that work, but it's really hard work to do when you've got young children. I feel like it almost kind of comes out of the same cup that I that I have like limited amount mm. of emotional energy for. Uh, but it's, we would not have been, a, there's no way that we would have cre- been able to create slow if I had been seeing all those psychotherapy clients. Like I think that's almost like, one of the things that stopped us from working together earlier. So even though there was a bit of grief around letting go of that side of my business, it's in the end resulted in something else so beautiful and so rewarding. So I think sometimes at this time of the year, it's a really hard, like it can be quite an expanding, challenging question to ask yourself, but like is there something that you really like need to say no to to be able to then like welcome in something else that you really desire. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, just clearing clearing the plate and 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 sometimes it's a risk, right? Like we had no idea yeah. if it yeah. was going to work or what level of profitability we would have had like right up yeah. as a first time launch. Like we, you know, we're not brand new in business. So we knew what we're doing in that way, but you just, you never know when it's a new collaboration and yeah, we were just so trusting that it felt so aligned that it couldn't not work. And we also did a lot of things uh, to make sure it worked. Like we, we did, we shared this story in our workshop, a recent workshop that we've done, which I'll link to in the show notes where we go really deep in the behind the scenes of how we launched slow and 
there were lots of pivots in that because we we kind of went in with a little bit of a like false sense of security and we're like, yeah, we'll just do this private behind the scenes um, invite launch. And that kind of didn't transpire in the results that we needed for it to be a viable offering. And so we did have to pivot and we did have to create a whole ton of things along the way and launch on the fly, <laughs> which is a whole other story. But um, yeah. it's it's been really good. And I think something that's been so helpful in this partnership is the accountability. Uh, I think with all of the things that have gone on in each of our lives, it would have been so easy because you and I have both developed this level of gentleness and compassion within ourselves and ability to honor our needs and to not push too hard in our businesses that it's going to come at a cost that we could have, we like I certainly know if it was just me and I was doing this alone, I would have delayed deadlines. I would have like pushed things back and not actually probably followed through with it until um, next year kind of thing. And like having this other person to be accountable to and to share the load with has been like really, really supportive in that it's like, okay, like, okay, we can do it. And to constantly, I think something that's like really great between us is well, there's always someone to pick up the other person. Like whenever we have our like energy or mindset or whatever slumps and, you know, when I, I get stuck in the strategy and like the wanting it to be at a set in a certain way and, and makes sense. Like you're there to like support us in the, like the imperfect messy action. And then sometimes when it gets like a bit, you know, just like, let's just like go out there and love on everyone. And I'm like, yeah, but let's like have somewhere to lead them to. <laughs> we just can really like bring, we bring our own strengths to it. And so I know yeah. not everyone listening is going to have a business partner that is going to provide that. But I, I think it's really important to like, first and foremost, like honor what are your strengths? So no, like yeah. Sam and I knew where our strengths were and how that contributed to the partnership and how we could play within our own strengths. And yeah. you get to do that and design your business in a way that does that too. And where are you holding yourself accountable? Is, is, do you like, it doesn't have to be like, yes, obviously, come join us in the mastermind. We would love to help hold you with deep, gentle accountability, but also like maybe you've just got a biz friend that you can meet up with and share your goals with and your desires and like actually hold each other to account as you move through those things. Mm, yeah, I agree. We wanted to interrupt this goodness for a moment to share with you. We are currently enrolling in the next cohort of the slow mastermind. Think exhaling as you expand, softening into success and inviting in both peace and profit as you create a life and business filled with richness and riches. Unlike most masterminds that either support your heart or your head, Slow is a space where both are held, a space where strategy and embodiment are woven together to support your whole self through all the seasons, especially the messy ones. A soft space to land in your business, love your life and lead bravely for results in a way you never knew were possible. A space where slowing down is the catalyst for the abundance around you speeding up. Slow is the table of women we want to circle up with and share in the journey of consciously creating a deeply impactful business that doesn't cost you your life and still generates a healthy profit. Perhaps it's the table you've been searching for too. If so, we'd love you to apply. Head to theslowmastermind.com for more information. 
to help you kickstart your journey to slow sustained success when you apply before the 31st of January 2024, you'll receive two bonus one-on-one calls, one with Sam and one with Jess. Plus, you'll get access to monthly group coaching until the mastermind officially commences in April. I'm really curious, Jess, about your business, like along because yeah, my business, like I was kind of just starting to ramp up again after Frankie was born. Um, whereas you were like kind of in like the full swing of things when we um started slow. Like I know that your yeah, your business was already like very productive. Well, what do you want to share about like reflecting on your year of business this year? Mm, good question. I I've definitely become clearer on what I'm a no for this year. Uh, mm. I think really, yeah, when you have to start refining what gets your attention, it becomes really clear what's energy giving. And so my business has always had an element and it's, it's not something that's been so commonly known, um, yeah. but like it's always had an element of corporate consulting and mm. I've done a lot of like high level strategic planning, business planning, funding acquisition, like those sorts of things behind the scenes for some pretty significant corporate clients. And it was just really clear to me this year that while I love the impact that that work creates, I don't love doing it. And when I questioned why I was doing the work, there was definitely a lot of sneaky stories underlying it. And so some of those stories were like scarcity for starters was like, okay, well, these are like good money-making contracts. If I take these on, then I know I have like significant like baseline level of revenue sorted. And so um, it was, it was like a, a safety net in a way, but also became a sabotaging pattern because those sorts of contracts were very labor intensive and then mm. meant that like, I didn't have the energy or the creativity to create content and show up and build my coaching business in the way that I desired. So it was almost like a, a trade-off that was happening. And I was also an element of, um, responsibility playing out within me taking on those contracts because I could see the initiatives and the programs and projects and that they these organizations were desiring to create and that were going to happen within the community had they you know when they get the funding as a result of the work we were doing together and so like that got me really excited and I was like well if I don't do it like these things might not happen Mm -hmm. and so it was almost like I had taken the responsibility of these things happening in the community onto myself. And like, that's, you know, in reality, so not true because there's a million and one other people out there that can write a business plan and a strategic plan and secure funding and all of those sorts of things. So it's, you know, as I say it out loud, I'm like pretty egotistical of me really, but um, you know, it was coming from this place of like deep responsibility. Um, And so I think like making the decision that I was going to trust myself again, like that trust piece, like trust myself enough to let those things go, let go of the certainty to create the space for the things that I truly actually desired to be doing and working on in my business. And I I equate it like it's the same like situation as like when you're taking that leap from potentially you might be like starting your business and also working in corporate and you're doing both. And then you eventually need to take that leap out of corporate to really let your business soar. And it was, it's kind of been that 
that moment for me this year. Um, And the other thing through that is like through my own, like it has definitely been a, a deep, a deeply personal year of being stretched so much to my edges emotionally and um, really, really testing in so many ways. But I think through that has created a deeper clarity in who I am as a person and what I want to bring out into this world. And that's like, again, being alchemized into this whole iteration of my brand and my work that's coming forward that is so much more authentically me and like has supported me to like reclaim parts of me that had been like forgotten or hidden or suppressed and to just like fully come into that. And yeah, like I just, I just feel like there's like, and I'm, this is, you know, we're doing a whole episode on what 2024 is going to look like. But for me, I do feel like on the back of that, that 2024 is going to be a really um, crucial year in like coming like home to me and my identity and my desires in a really, really big way. So yeah, it's a biggie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for, yeah, your new kind of brand identity and launch and all of that. Like, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, I was just thinking in terms of, you know, reflections, maybe we could also do like a bit of a, I don't know, like a celebration. Is there something that you're like really proud of or that you want to celebrate in yourself this year? Yeah, I just want to really celebrate my past self that stepped into training and accreditation on the nervous system, even though I had no idea why it made sense, how it was going to like evolve or fit into my work. But I just knew that I had to do it. And honestly, like I can't say how many times I have reflected and been in some really challenging moments and gone I'm I actually feel despite everything that's going on so grounded and so resourced and I know that had I not learned those skills I don't think I would well I know I wouldn't be in the place that I am right now I I know I can definitely lean more into anxiety and just unhelpful patternings and yeah I I just just the way that I've been able to show up and hold myself through it all is something I'm Mm. so incredibly proud of Mm, I'm so proud of you too it's like you're like a a well-resourced woman you know like you've had a tough year at like on many many levels but you've also like been able to tap into so many internal and external resources and isn't that what we kind of want for every woman in the world yes yeah because like we can't control what life I mean I try my best but we can't control what life brings our way and yeah to to have these resources has been huge and it's why now I'm so committed to sharing what I do and bringing this this nervous system work into the spaces and places I occupy because it is so has been so transformational for me and so helpful but 
Yeah, definitely celebrating that. What about you, Sam? What are you celebrating while I just like cry over here in the corner? (laughs) I wish I could hand you a box of tissues, but we're not in the same room. (laughs) Give you a hug. um, Virtual hugs. Uh, I'm celebrating actually this, this tool that I support my clients with that I have leaned in so much. And it's just this concept of like unconditional self-worth. Like it has been a really stretchy, um, challenging year. Lots of amazing things have happened in life and business, but lots of hard things have happened. But one of them being, which I hadn't shared before. So my kind of signature program that I run just in personal development land is permission granted. And I usually would quite easily get about 14 women in that container. And then this year uh, it was a really hard launch and I ended up with six women. And I know a lot of coaches have had similar experiences this year of just having a lot of trouble filling their kind of containers. It was like just a deeply sad experience, I guess, for me, because I love this program so much. And to have trouble kind of feeling it for the first time. Yeah. It just kind of really rocked me. But what I realized was that through all of that, I still saw myself as enough. I think so often it's easy to have a bad launch or to have a bad month in business and to start to think, well, I'm not a good enough coach or I'm not good enough at this or, but I really just held myself in that like unconditional love and unconditional self-worth. And, and that's what enabled me to kind of I guess I hate the word bounce back, (laughs) not bounce back, but continue on, you know, like not give up and go, no, that's it, you know. So I think sometimes it is the challenging times that bring out our strengths and and they're the things that we want to celebrate, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, what's the saying? They're like, it's the something that makes the diamonds, the the hard stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like the, (laughs) I can't think of it either, like. Pressure. The pressure, <laughs> the pressure that makes the diamond. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I think on that note, wherever you are landing in your 2023, um, you know, maybe it wasn't the year that you thought it was. I know certainly that wasn't the case for us. We hope that you still had some beautiful moments and that you have so much to celebrate and that you are able to really just honor yourself for everything that you've accomplished, just holding you in such high regard and so much love and adoration. And we're so grateful that you're here. We are so grateful. And as you're reflecting on the year, just see, are there any areas in your life when you can like love yourself a little more or just offer yourself a little bit more of that kind of unconditional self-worth, you know, to really see that no matter what happened, that you are enough and that you matter. Because in the end, that will just make a world of difference to how you view yourself and how you view the year. Mm, and if you've had an amazing year, we're celebrating you too. Like, heck yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I think, and that's the thing, it's the both and it's the polarity yeah. and it's the seasons of life and everyone's going to be at very different stages and seasons. And I've got no doubt that Sam and I will have opposing seasons. It was just so happened that this year was both one of those more challenging ones for us. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure there'll be times where it, it, yeah, it's different and that's life and, and we get to hold it all. And it doesn't it doesn't mean anything about us or the next person if they're in there, they're blooming and we're in our kind of under the ground in the dirt, like sprouting our seeds. <laughs> 
moment we're down in the mud and they're up in their bloom like that's that's all the seasons season for everything so exactly (laughs) if you're listening we would love to hear your takeaways from this episode like and if there were any points of reflection on your year that you want to share with us please come and send us a message tag us in your shares at the slow mastermind we'd absolutely love to hear from you and of course, we have enrollments open for the next cohort of the Slow Mastermind. And that will be kicking off in April 2024. But we have, depending on when you're listening, some really incredible time-sensitive bonuses for pre-enrollments, including two additional bonus one-to-one calls, one with me, one with Sam. That's in addition to the two one-to-one calls you already get inside of this container. We've got monthly group coaching calls from the moment you sign up right through till when we commence the mastermind. And we've also got a whole stack of other bonuses and some early bird pricing rates. So yeah, head to the link in the bio and check that out. We would absolutely love to see your application and have a discussion with you about joining Slow for the year ahead. 